Hello and welcome to a comatose episode of BJJ's Board Game Alliance. I am Food Hungover. It is episode 115 and I am your host, Joey Crystal Pepsi D's. <gasps> Crystal Pepsi? <laughs> Are we going yep. old school on this one? You'll see. <laughs> oh, no. It's oh, thematic. Boy. I don't. Oh, oh, no. Well, of course, is with me is Josh Utley of the Omega Gamers. Hey, how's it going? Sean Emerson of Thing 12 Games is also here. Oh, hey, hey. And Vicky B. Welcome back again Yay! for two episodes in a row. We get Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> Vicky, are you hungover from food as well? Yeah. I knew. <laughs> Josh, how can the Geek Nationals? Text us, message us, send us, email us, and tell us about their food. Well, due to the wondrous devices we can hold in our hands, we no longer have to drag our overfed bodies to computers. Go to bjgeeknation.com and you will get all the podcasts, blogs, interviews, videos, links, and more. More! Also, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, iTunes, or odyssey.com. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey! Odyssey! Yes, on today's episode, we're going to talk some Thanksgiving gaming, maybe some mentions of food that Sean should never have eaten in his life. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Games you thought would be great, but uh, didn't end up hitting the mark. And of course, maybe a little talk about PAX Unplugged, because I hear it's coming up right around the corner. PAX 2022. We're getting on a plane tomorrow. Oh, because it's unplugged, and you guys are unhinged, and you're going to do some gaming. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But let's get straight to some Thanksgiving Day gaming. Now, of course, last week we did celebrate the lovely Turkey Day. Mm. Delicious. We mm. ate all the food, but of course with food there is an extra day or two off in the week, which means generally you can get some gaming in, I would hope. Guys, gaming? Yes? No? Maybe so? Or did you just eat delicious mm. decky? Me? I play a different kind of game after Thanksgiving. Oh, and what's that? It's called Try Not to Fall Off the Roof. Oh gosh! <laughs> I, is what? Explain. Is drinking what? involved? Drinking, I wish, could be involved, but I fear the the danger level would rise to a point that I wouldn't be able to go to PAX next week, so mm. uh, or this week. The uh, no, I got to decorate the house for Christmas, and I'm that guy. Yes, that one on your street. Yep. I have six zone timers. I have all oh. the things. I'm very particular about what kind of lights I want and where they go and how they go. There are drawings. There are maps. There are me giving orders. It's going to be a very, very, it was very, very, mm. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> Josh's place looks like the Griswold household. Oh, yes. So you did a different type of gaming called board game lighting. <laughs> yes, which is great because when we do play games in the game room, the, the, the glow, we could just turn off the game room light and the glow <laughs> will light our board game. Oh, what an ambiance. <laughs> I'm picturing like a very big light bright. Yes, with, <laughs> with hopefully less fire. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. less fire. <laughs> but I demand all LEDs, so. There you go. Now, while we were off mic, we had a little conversation with Juan Sean Epperson over there. <laughs> and he shared, well, we, we, and this isn't board game related, but you guys have to hear this because it's the most ridiculous recipe I have ever heard. And at each step, I thought it was going to be at least acceptable until the last one. So, Sean, you have to break down grandma's salad for yes, us. Yes. So, this is an interesting thing that my wife's family likes uh, Oh, this having. isn't like a game, like point salad. <laughs> no. The, the game is, can you not throw up? Oh. 
That was a fun game to play at Thanksgiving. <laughs> the, uh, so just to preface this, only three people in the family like this dish. My wife and her mother and her mother's friend. Everyone else in the family, myself included, know this to be a horror show, a food crime committed on people. And that's what makes the best family recipes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so they always make it this travesty just sitting there like mocking you on the table next to other delicious food. What color is it? So the color is kind of light basketball orange. Like if you took Pepto-Bismol and mixed it with Tang, then you'd get about the right color. I was picturing like the circus peanut color. A little, yeah, kind of close to that. Maybe a little more pinkish. Okay. Pink is not a food color. (laughs) (laughs) Is that not served on Michelin Star restaurant plates? So let's get to the ingredients here for grandmother's salad. Uh, first, we have tomato soup. Okay. okay I love tomato soup. Uh, we're going to throw in some cream cheese again. Not okay. bad. Okay. Uh, we're going to put some green pepper in there. Interesting. Well, interesting choice. Uh, onions and celery. Okay. okay. We're going for the savory thing now. Okay. Uh, we're going to add in some mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, what? is no. that like diet cream cheese? <laughs> there wasn't <laughs> enough cream cheese. So let's cream. Let's We're gonna add in I've, some. I've been yeah. watching a lot of the like, what, what is it, the retro c- baking, cooking videos and stuff like that. And if you use mayonnaise in like a cake recipe, it gives you a very moist, yeah. slightly tangy mm. chocolate oh, cake. But he's not done. We're not done. No. Not so I'm like, I'm open <laughs> at this point. I'm not boo like booing it. I'm, I like okay. my tomato soup moist. So um, I'm here. <laughs> we're gonna throw in pimentos. Okay. Just and to pimento, add to just pimentos. Just pimentos. Is that for chunks? I, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, lastly is the coup de gras, the lemon jello. Uh, <laughs> See what I tell you people? Lemon yeah. jello. Actually, I do think the retro baking guy did something similar to this. Oh. Not good. Uh, so um, you take all of these ingredients and you mix them together in a big slurry. Uh, you <laughs> then... Place it into a uh, Tupperware container or a dish of some sort. Put it in your refrigerator and let it set. And that is how it is served. Served cold. Cold? Gelatinous, horrifying thing that should not exist on the land. So this is a fake lemon-tasting tomato soup with green pepper chunks in it. And onions and celery. And it's solid. So this is the recipe for the gelatinous cube. Yes, it totally is. (laughs) What part of this is salad and why did grandma make it? You have to just mix it up. So like all the chunky bits are all just there in this. Yeah. So now you guys understand. So this dish captures adventurers and eats them slowly over time. Exactly. Okay. (laughs) This is the mud you never Sometimes you see a bone or an arm sticking out of it. Is that a sword I see? (laughs) Oh, it's awful. It's going to be a happy episode, folks. That's why I wanted to share that. After all your lovely food, be thankful you weren't at Sean's house for Thanksgiving. (laughs) Which leads me to our next topic. Games you thought would be great, but weren't. Just like Uh, food you thought was going to be maybe good, but wasn't. You thought I was said, well, maybe it would be okay. Oh, no, no, no. No. We've all had those games where we got excited. We sat down. We saw the board. We spent an hour learning the rules, and then 20 minutes into it, but <laughs> what happened? I thought we were going to have fun today. And well, the game turned out to be a to, disaster. To be fair, some of these are just how I feel. <laughs> oh, you might be biased towards your own opinion. 
Yeah. Because so, other people clearly, by the rankings, are all eating Sean's salad. <laughs> <laughs> Three out of people oh, no. in your family. <laughs> this is where I leave. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Sean's salad talk on BGA. Mm. For me, Dwellings mm. of Eldervale. Dwellings of Eldervale. Battle for control of a new fantasy realm in this worker placement game. Josh? Yeah, see, I saw this game on Kickstarter. It's by Breaking Games, and I really wanted it. There was these monsters, and they had these audio boxes you could put in them, so these monsters are going to be roaring and tearing up the place, and they're going to be doing things, or you can control them, and that's going to be cool, too. And they had a great mechanic. Not only is it a worker placement when you put out, at the end of the turn when you pass and you bring them back, you built this tableau, and you get to activate per worker you brought back. So it's a double downing on worker placement. It sounds amazing. But the luck aspect of this horrifyingly bad game to me is awful. So let's say, Joey, you're, you understand the game. You know what you're supposed to do. And there's this minor little fight mechanic. Hmm. So you, you built your tableau. You got extra workers. You see a target. You're like, I'm going to go fight that guy, and I'm going to win, and I'm going to get some cool stuff. How do I know I'm going to win? Well, he's going to roll one dice. I have six. Boom. I'm going to win. It's I know it's how foretold. games work. Six on one, I win. <laughs> it is foretold. So you go, you roll, let's say, your first dice. You roll a one. Oh, darn it. Not going to win with that dice. Always throw the weakling in first. But then you're like a three. Ooh, maybe. Okay. And then the rest, all fives. Solid. Lockdown, right? Yeah, that's like 24 or something, right? They roll one dice, they get a six, you lose. No, 24 is greater than six. <laughs> I did math. <laughs> now, I get it. It's the whole risk mechanic of, okay, you're just matching your top dice. That would be fine. But does it end there? No, of course not. Now that you're down, it's time to be kicked. Oh. So because you lost, you now lose all that. You lose everything you built up. And... Since you died, quote unquote, <laughs> you're not allowed to return your workers and activate your board. You just return your workers and then basically you start over in the middle of the game. That is one quick way to lose a board game. <laughs> now, it is very definitely luck based in that. And I had some horrible dice rolls. I admit that. But the possibility that you essentially have to start over with some minor, ooh, you get a resource per guy that died. That's not enough to make me happy. It's not enough to build back up quickly and catch up. But you got a door prize. <laughs> no. <laughs> the guys came back, so you got a, little, a nice little hand. No. You didn't win the boat, but it's so all good. <laughs> when that happened in that game, I instantly sold it. We had friends there that didn't get it. Oh, I really want this game. I said, I'll give it to you for the Kickstarter price. And my other buddy's like, I want the play mat. Sold. Done. I never <laughs> even, I was picking it up at the store when we decided to play it. Never even had to open it because we were playing BJ's copy. I have heard of a rage quit before, but a rage sell? Yes. That's a new one. I like amazing. it, Josh. <laughs> I hate that game. I mean, <laughs> I just don't like a mechanic that kicks you when you're down. I'm fine with losing. I'm fine with bad luck. I would have been fine with, darn it, I didn't roll a six and he did. But then to cut out the cool new mechanic, now you don't get to do it. You know, I feel you. I've been there. You know, when you're halfway through a game and one small roll ends the whole game, I have flipped boards over less. <laughs> but I will say on the scale of eating grandma's salad or play the game again, what would you like to do? That's a good question. I want to know this. Is Josh going to play Elder Vale or take a bite of grandmother's salad? 
<laughs> get me the dice. Wow. <laughs> Salad still cannot get a win. Mm-mm. Well, Sean, uh, I hear you also have a game that makes you, well, uh, you had an experience with yeah. what's not great. Um, Real quick, how many people listening just spit out their coffee <laughs> eating grandma's salad? Hey, it's going to come up again. <laughs> so uh, this is a game that has a 7.8 ranking on BGG. Lots of people like it. Uh, there are some expansions. Um, <clears throat> this game is called The Quacks of Quedlinburg. <laughs> <laughs> now, I like a push-your-luck game. I love push-your-luck games. I like pushing my luck. The problem that I have with Clearly, this, we've seen your Thanksgiving menu. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the problem I have with this is it puts you into a death spiral. So it's a bag-building game where you're pulling ingredients out, and if you ever pull too many cherry bombs, you blow up, and you basically reset back to zero. You don't get to buy any extra ingredients. You don't get to expand out. Okay, that's fine. The problem is when that happens, they give you... Um, a little bit of a a bump on this thing called the rat trail track, it doesn't really help the way they think it does. What it creates is this incentive now. I blew up. I didn't get to advance at all. I didn't get to get any cool stuff. Everybody else progressed forward. Well, now on my next turn, I'm going to have to push a little harder because now I'm behind. I need to catch back up. So I push a little harder, and I blow up. Great. Because of course. Because Sean of course. likes to explode. And then I see everybody move forward again. I'm like, well, now I'm really behind, so I really have to push forward, and it just keeps penalizing you. And the rat tail catch-up thing that they have is, it's a little bit of a thing, but it's just, it's not enough to really, like, come back from getting punched in the gut over and over and over. You just described the, the Lord of the Rings plot to the Halffoot's main <laughs> character. Yes. Well, first I was at the back of the group, and then I my dad broke his ankle, and then I got hit by a wolf. Yeah, <laughs> I do hear that's your favorite show. <laughs> yes. How to take $1 billion and take your rocket and explode it. So basically, like it's, it's a push your luck, but once you get two cherry bombs, just stop regardless. Like, never push forward. So you pushed your luck. Yeah. And your luck was and, in Josh's. And there's no, there's <laughs> like, there's there's a really hard penalty for pushing your luck, which I find broken in a game that is designed around a push-your-luck mechanic. Yeah, yeah, I guess that does make sense. Why why in a push-your-luck game would you just punish your players for pushing How luck? dare you push your <laughs> luck? Like, wait, you want me to do that? I told you, I told, we told you it was a cherry bomb, Sean. <laughs> so Sean won <laughs> that game. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I lost horribly. Anytime Sean explodes in any game, I don't think he usually wins. We win. Now, of course, on a scale of tomato lemon soup, <laughs> to play this game again and explode. Excuse me, sir. Point of order. Soup implies it's warm. Mm. No, no, gazpacho. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I guess, but this isn't liquid, so I guess it's more like brick soup. <laughs> so, Jiggly soup. Lemon tomato Aww. brick soup. <laughs> Gelatinous soup. A spoonful of soup or an exploding cherry. Yeah, I'd have to go quacks. Yeah, wow. So even you won't even. I guess yeah. Sean has experienced the full torture of this. I've tasted before. grandmother's salad. You know the horror. Or salad. salad. I, that's my favorite part is it's tomato soup and it's called a salad. It's just like, what Luckily, happened? quacks is only like 45 minutes uh, where the travesty of grandmother's salad lives on. That's forever. a day full of pain. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Well, I have actually played a game that I um, also wanted to throw off the uh, table. This was back uh, <laughs> during the old uh, lockdown COVID. I played a game with BJ and my sister's fiance, George. 
we decided we'd play a 4X Expand Space game. And you know, that's BJ's favorite game. Mm-hmm. I also love these Expand and Explore games, and space is my genre. It's my jam. But this one did not do the job. And let me tell you why. When you got those little tiles in your Expand game, and they have a random thing that's going to happen, right? You think, a little bonus, a little perk. You're not thinking game-changing. My first tile. <laughs> Joey, your lovely your lovely little ship? Oh, it was stupid. It ran into an asteroid, exploded. I'm like, one ship. Look, okay. I've been a bad pilot. Everyone dings their car here and there. Sure. <laughs> ship down. Whatever. It'll be fine. BJ will probably have something to happen. He'll probably get like a gold, a resource, something small. Nope. Warp over to the nearest planet and take control of it and gain all these resources. <laughs> that was it. That, I literally was, I stopped. I was like, this is, this is going to be the worst game ever. This is a 4X expand game. You got a planet and my ship exploded. How are these supposed to be the same thing? They worked. He won. I lost. I was angry. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yes, that was my experience with Mothership. Now, other people have liked Mothership and PJ still loves playing it. George had a fine time, too. Was there variance involved? Will luck be a theme in most of our terrible experiences with these games? Maybe. I actually enjoy playing Mothership. See? Mostly yeah. because I could run around and blow the crap out of BJ. Yes. <laughs> See? And, you know, I'm sure I'd have a great time playing it again, but I have this forever moment in my head where I'm like, when I expanded, I exploded. And when I exploded, I hated it. And when BJ expanded, he got lucky. I love Mothership for one completely only my reason. It's by designer Peter Sanderson. <laughs> and in a world where Sandy Peterson is also <laughs> a game designer of a sci-fi and other games, it gave Sean the name uh, Epi Seanerson. Yeah, that's true. That's Epi his, uh, that's his uh, alter ego. I love it. <laughs> the origin. Ep- Epi, just so you know, loves Grandma's salad. <laughs> I was going to say, he flies by the seat of his pants. <laughs> uh, on the uh, soup scale, I'm still going to go with, you know, no, I'd play again. I would play again, but I would play in a bigger group. I would it, The salad, I, I don't even, I just, <laughs> when you mix that yellow jello that I don't, I don't, I, I don't, yeah. I, the, I went to culinary school for a while. And I got to tell you, I don't know what crazy person was drinking alcohol and spilled the jello pack into that soup at one point, but whoever decided <laughs> to stir it needs the to be fired. The 60 or 70 was like a lawless time for gelatin. Yep. You know what? You know why? They wanted to turn everything into mushrooms. Did, did, and then they spilled it and then what? Tried to hide it in the fridge <laughs> yes. before the yes. head chef came in? Forgot about it. Yeah. Yeah. They like, they put tinfoil over it to make it look like it was like a casserole or something. And it, mm. Oh, I get, so this is what would actually happen if a rat was on your head controlling you, telling you how to Yes. Do yes. <laughs> got it. Got it. Ratatouille. Together. Except... Twisted no. version. <laughs> what about you guys? You got any other games that really ruined your mood? Well, we both were involved with this game. Yeah. Oy. This game gave us the high of hopes. Highest of hopes. <gasps> the highest of highs. The this game of is Sea of Legends. <gasps> hmm. In this game, they sell it as you can do whatever you want. Very sandboxy. You can get a lover or two. You can have a nemesis or two, and you have these phenomenal stories, and you're going to go around, and you're going to do things. There's pirates and There's ships. Pirates okay. and privateers and, and mythical creatures yeah, and yeah. Uh, really cool sea minis. monsters and great minis. And the minis did look great. And the playmat looked great. The art on the cards was great. But they neglected, uh, you know, a rule book. That would have been What? Awesome. No rule book? Oh, it was there. There were words <laughs> written. I don't know what order they were written mm. in. 
And if you're thinking, eh, it's a translation thing, then sometimes stuff could, nope, it was in English. I said the book. same thing at Sean's Thanksgiving. There was a salad <laughs> there. Yes. <laughs> well, they also did the, this is going to have a companion app. You just click, you play, you get your stories, you make your choices. Most of the app, still to this day, we got the game in 2020, does not work. You know, I hear apps are really functional, really fun when you click on them and they crash. (laughs) This one not only crashes, this would be like, oh, and now you can get your second lover. Sorry, this story has not been written. What? (laughs) Well, you got him at least, or her. (laughs) No, because you don't know who it is. You don't know which one to crash. But you know you have them. They're there. (laughs) Or or what's fun is, ooh, these buttons are small. I clicked the wrong one. I'll hit back. There is no back button. That would be infuriating. Now, to be fair, I have not bothered with the new version of the app because they're like, you know what? We need to redo the app. So you guys play and tell us every – they wanted to alpha and beta with their final release. And that's how they went forward to redesign the app. So what did your lover end up becoming? I I don't know. You didn't create it for them? The (laughs) game became unplayable. And this one does enrage me. It doesn't deserve any money. They launched a second Kickstarter before the first one was ever functional. To the point that they're, they're doing a new rule book, which I've never gotten. Uh-oh. Sean, what do you think? Yeah, he's right. Oh. The, and the fact that they're releasing a second game while they're still working to make their first game functional is just really problematic. Not me. another game. This is a Sea of Legends expansion. Oh, an expansion on the game that's not finished. Yes. yes. Ah, that's a bold move. <laughs> I heard you shouldn't drive your car across a bridge that has not been finished yet. Generally speaking, no. good idea. <laughs> yeah. So right off the edge with this one. So this actually might. Hold on. Is Grandma Salad going to get a win here? I, <laughs> I will eat Grandma Salad. Oh, we did wow. it. We found oh, it. Vote for Grandma Salad. I may have been the guy who every time I see a Sea of Legends post, am the one who respectfully comments, your game don't work. It still hasn't worked. Your app don't work. Why are you doing another Kickstarter? Please don't take people's money. <laughs> Sign my, Josh. My post always seems to disappear. Uh-oh. And the ad gets reposted fresh. Ah, <laughs> yes. Just like the internet should work. Vicky, do you have any games you uh, don't like? So, a few. <laughs> Today the on resistance. The Resistance Corner. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's like, it, it, do I, if I eat Grandma's salad and I throw up, do I have to play the game? <laughs> No, no, you no, win. No, yes. okay, yeah, so yeah. win. Yeah. I'm okay. with you. Resistance. <laughs> <laughs> Any of those is just like I don't. Mm. I like games where you can, you have to try to figure out who people are. Like the one that you gave me, Thirteen Clues. I like that. Like trying to like okay, ask the right questions, figure things out. But when it just devolves into a shouting match. <laughs> Uh, really? Over... That's happened in the resistance? I know. And no, I'm, I'm just, just like, I'm going to play on my phone now because I'm, no, I'm not interested in what's happening. You're a spy. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, I'm going to go home now. Thank you. I did actually have a shockingly affected, effective uh, strategy against BJ that worked one time. Don't say anything? No. Don't say anything allows him to continue talking forever. <laughs> Did you assassinate so, him? No, he was running the table and, you know, he was kind of manipulating, as you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And he had uh, someone who was very much on his side. So they're both like, he had a hype man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all right. 
So I just tried it, and it's kind of not how I usually play, but I just like, no, BJ, you're clearly the darn spy, and I over the topped. You are a spy. And it shocked him so much because I'm normally a very quiet player that he was like, uh, 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 what? <laughs> <laughs> and he was a spy. I got, ah, got, I got totally better. lucky, but I was happy that it worked. <laughs> That's awesome. For those who don't know, Resistance is a social deduction game in which you are trying to out the spies who yes. are trying to matter you. What yeah. was great about that one is he thought I was really mad. And he afterwards was like, are you mad? Are you, or is this, we, actually, we paused. He's like, are you really mad or do we need to, like, take, or is this part of the game? It's like, no, we're just playing the game. It's just like, <laughs> it works. Nice deflection, BJ. You spy. <laughs> there are no pauses in the game of spies. And that's not to say I have not ever been really upset in that game. But not that time. <laughs> well, those are our lovely games that we did yeah. not like. Uh, don't recommend playing the Resistance on you know, holiday breaks. Um well, they can be fun. <laughs> Actually, if there are certain family members you don't want coming over anymore, play the resistance. <laughs> Drive them with away. Grandma Salad. <laughs> with Grandma. Here's they your snack. N- they'll never come by again. <laughs> Grandma Salad might be the worst, or like the best, like uh, punishment for losing a game, or like you do something wrong in a board game. Be like, oh man, roll the roll the a natural one, huh? Grandma Salad, right <laughs> there for you, a little scoop. <laughs> Oh, man. But moving on from that, you guys are leaving for an event very soon. One of the greatest events of the year. Yeah. What is it? PAX Unplugged? That's what it is. Well, we felt we don't get to play enough board games. You don't. I can tell. (laughs) So, and, you know, over here we have Easy Easy, PAX West, Dragonflight, OrcaCon, many other smaller cons. So we're neglected and we don't get any. So we're going (laughs) to fly to Philadelphia in December. (laughs) And we're going to PAX Unplugged. PAX Unplugged, a tabletop gaming-focused event specifically tailored to lovers of board games. One, two, check, check. Okay, got it. Yep. (laughs) Uh, RPGs, miniatures, cards, and more. Check, 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 check. (laughs) For those that are familiar with PAX, PAX is not about vendors. PAX is not about selling to everybody. PAX is about letting the players play the games. Not a ton of announcements at PAX. Not a ton of exclusive merch you can buy, although... You can buy. Uh, this is about demoing, playing the games, and they focus on it, and they give you lots of play space and lots of exposure to meet the designers, to talk to them about your favorite games. And it's PAX running it, so it can't be beat. Their enforcers are great. They're, oh, yeah. they're very professional and super fun, and I get to go to Philadelphia and play board games. And our friends at Zulu's Board Game Cafe, they're going to be there as well, and they're going to have a lot of tables for running demos. They're going to have some stuff from uh, overseas that uh, hasn't been available in the U.S. As, until yet. So they're going to have special Ooh, so games some special games well, to play. So yeah. yeah, okay. And I'm really hoping Shadowborn is there because I need to talk Oath Sworn with people that understand and get it. <laughs> oh, I mean, a convention's a place you're going to go find some hardcore lovers, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Of Earth Sworn. Of Earth Sworn. <laughs> of Earth Sworn. <laughs> Not of Grandma's Salad. <laughs> no. no. Uh, oh, my God. Gonna... What if you were trapped on the plane and their dish they were serving was Grandma's Salad? Mm-mm. New plane. Can mm. I jump out of the plane? <laughs> yes. DB. DB style. I'm going to go hide in the bathroom. <laughs> I don't know where Vicky was for the last hour. No. <laughs> uh, I assume a big game library will be available as well? Oh, yes. It's a PAX library, so it's massive. Yeah. What games? I know you guys said the ones that uh, you have uh, already uh, been looking forward to are the ones that maybe Zillas are bringing that you haven't been able to try, but are you bringing your own um, bag-o games? 
Not this time. <laughs> Not to travel to Philadelphia. Because I was going to wonder when you pack a suitcase, right? They got like a fifty-pound limit. How many yeah. games can you fit in there before you have to pay a fee? I've got the boarding coat. I have. I have never been over the fifty-pound limit in more than one bag. <laughs> uh, what about panels? I see they do have some. Any panels you guys are going to be able to? I haven't gone through them yet, but I, there's usually like a two-minute pitch meeting. Those are always fun because you get to see what people are thinking and if they can get it out in two minutes. <laughs> um, they even have Magic the Gathering here? Oh, yes, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I love Magic the Gathering. That's, that's half the, the free play area. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of Commander players now that has really taken over the Magic scene. Yeah. Expensive. <laughs> so what you got to do is, what I do anyway, is take a coat, a special coat with me. <laughs> Don't travel. With and Sean. there's so many pockets in this coat. I can load it up with all kinds of games. Is so it a trench coat? <laughs> I, it's basically a board game coat. No, it's a ratty. <laughs> no, old no, it's a new one. I've got a new one this year. <laughs> that what he calls pockets, we refer to as holes in the coat, Ooh. where he shoves games in the lining. That was last year's coat. You're saying that Sean has a trench coat with holes in it? Yes. Wow. And Sean. Please don't ever travel internationally because you're technically smuggling at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's it's a board game box in my coat. <laughs> Just go before him in security and you're going to have a good trip. Stand behind him in security. Even though people don't know that you know this person, you're a little embarrassed. It's like watching Thor 4. <laughs> <laughs> you're a little embarrassed. Yes. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I'm sure we'll have uh, great uh, reviews from you guys about all the lovely games you got to play and, of course, the new stuff. The new yeah, stuff. Well, years. honestly, that's also what I'm looking forward to. The smaller companies that are there with not underdeveloped but just like underpublicized games, that's what I want to see. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Most you, definitely. You can find some real gems there. How many people usually show up to this kind of convention? Are we talking thousands? It's well, it's post COVID is gonna be interesting because yeah. last time we went it was before Liter before four times. I was like literally. <laughs> yeah. BC. Yeah. <laughs> and they obviously they even before the pandemic they didn't sell out, but one year there was a kerfuffle with when media can get in and Sean and I walked. We was like okay we'll just go to the back of the line. We walked all the way around that convention center. Oh man. And it's a long convention center. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's big. <laughs> it's not like our convention centers, which are elevated, so st stacked floors. This is a big, flat building, so it's a long walk around. We did end up right where we started. How did yeah. we do that? Because <laughs> we walked all the way around. <laughs> uh, but you're pretty crowded. I, I I don't have a number. I'm going to probably guess 20,000 Oh, wow. According so to their website, yeah. it says 30. Uh, that, there you go. I believe yeah. that. That's a lot of gamers. Yeah. It, it's it's taken over because they treat it's about a player's thing. Mm -hmm. Other cons charge tickets to demo games oh. or to have it's they call it a free play area, but you have to buy a ticket. That's not free play. No, that's that's what you call that's uh, microtransaction. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, Pax just does what it does in at East, West, Australia, South, and rest in peace, South. Mm -hmm. um, they just it's about fans getting to play the products. That's awesome. It sounds like a great event. I do have one final question since we did talk a little food. Philadelphia, anything you're looking forward to eating? Uh, the, what's the terminal market right across the yeah. street? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Just everything in there. It's just all food. It's just it was a farmer's market, and it still kind of is. But, you know, scones and uh, there's a there's a little 50 diners inside the terminal market. Now, there's you got to understand, there's just stalls, no walls. Stalls, no walls. I like <laughs> that. <laughs> and you can go sit at a diner and have breakfast. Oh, yeah, and, that and, place was good. And there's a bar that, like, they, it's like this 
you're in their stall and essentially you feel like you're in a bar. You get some coffee, you get a drink, you get some food. And then you walk on the other side of the rail and there's somebody hawking, you know, apples and oranges. And it's just wall to wall. It's amazing. You, you just can't run out of options. You're going to get lost yeah. in the sea of food. Yeah, you got fresh honey oh, over you here. You got it. Yeah. I'm already loving it right now. And I, I mean, <laughs> so it's good. the opposite of grandma's salad now. <laughs> yeah. yes. And it's Philly. If you can't find a cheesesteak, you're not doing it right. That's right. <laughs> that all sounds good to me. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us on another episode of BJ's Board Game Alliance. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Thank you all for joining us again. And we are going to be playing a game on our next episode. What game is that? Just two? Well, that's interesting. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and find out what that means. I was full, and you got me talking about food again. Play nice. (laughs) 